You know, it can be hard to see the challenges that people we work with every day are going through. Invisible struggles like stress and burnout, caregiving for a loved one, or being misunderstood. But insight, awareness, and empathy will help us better see the issues they're dealing with. And that can make us and our companies healthier, too. I'm Holly Robinson-Pete. Join us on The Visibility Gap, a new podcast presented by Cigna Healthcare. Download it wherever you get your podcasts. You know success when you see it. Or you think you do the people in the spotlight. But what about those small business masterminds who succeed at making their money work harder? They do that by having a business bank account with QuickBooks Money, which now earns 5% annual percentage yield. Making your money work as hard as you do? That's how you business differently. Learn more about QuickBooks Money at quickbooks.com slash 5APY. Banking services provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Only funds and envelopes earn APY. APY can change at any time. Global Business News, 24 hours a day at Bloomberg.com, the Radio Plus mobile app, and on your radio, this is a Bloomberg Business Flash. From Bloomberg World Headquarters, I'm Charlie Pellet. Twitter reporting second quarter adjusted earnings per share of 13 cents. Estimates there were for 9 cents. Monthly active users, 313 million. Estimates, 312 million. But Twitter also said it sees third quarter revenue in the range of 590 to 610 million. Estimates there, 681 million. We are seeing Twitter shares decline. Earnings from McDonald's to Caterpillar pulling stocks in opposite directions today. S&P 500 index up less and a point to 21.69. Benchmark indexes little change. Dow Industrials down 19, a drop there of 0.1%. NASDAQ up 12, a gain of two-tenths of 1%. The tenure up 4.30 seconds, yield 1.55%. Gold up 40 cents to 13.19, little change there. Crude oil, West Texas Intermediate down 32 cents, 42.81 a barrel on WTI, a drop there of seven-tenths of 1%. Apple's numbers scheduled for release just about 20 12 minutes from now. I'm Charlie Pellet, and that's a Bloomberg Business Flash. This is Taking Stock with Kathleen Hayes and Pim Fox on Bloomberg Radio. We are waiting for Apple earnings at around 4.30 Wall Street time. We're going to be previewing those in just a moment. But Pim and I want to take a minute just to kind of take a look at what Charlie Pellet just reported. Because when you first saw uh, Twitter beating its uh, its earnings forecast by $0.04, cents, when you saw the monthly average users uh, also just exceeding forecast, Pim, uh, you, when you see the drop in the stock price after the third quarter forecast missed, wow, that was that's quick punishment. Yes, uh, shares of Twitter are now down about uh, 10% in uh, after-hours trading, and you're referring to the guidance that the company is offering for the third quarter having to do with revenue, expecting between $590 million and $610 million revenue for the third quarter. Average analyst estimate had been for $681 million, and the stock, as you say, down uh, right now uh, more than 10.5%. And, of course, if you want to follow uh, on your Bloomberg uh, there's a top live going right now to look at the uh, Twitter results, to uh, look at how the market reacts, so you can follow it there. Let's get right to Angela Zeno now, equity analyst of S&P Global Market Intelligence here in New York, to uh, discuss what he has to see in the Apple earnings report this afternoon to with uphold his strong buy on the stock. Angela, welcome back. Thanks for having me. So uh, you're still very positive. We had a very high-profile 
uh, downgrade to sell, actually, of Apple share yesterday by Colin Gillis of BGC. Why are you maintaining your strong buy? Yeah, I mean, the main reason for the strong buy here is, is has to do mainly with the um, the risk reward on the stock here. We just think that there's um, significantly more upside to the to our uh, recommendation than there is downside, and because of that, we have a we have a strong buy. Um, as we kind of go into the earnings here, uh, you know, I, I think most are well aware that you know iPhones um, are not going to be good. We're looking at 40 million units, um, but that being said, we think the fundamentals on both the, the iPhone numbers as well as the margins uh, hit a bottom here in the June quarter, and we should start to see sequential uh, improvement ahead of the iPhone 7 launch in September. What's your estimate for revenue? Do you concur with that 15% revenue drop that analysts are foretelling? Yeah, on the iPhone side, we're looking for units to drop about 15% um, with, you know, a more pronounced decline on the iPhone side of things, about 20%, and that kind of gets you to where um, you said on the on the sales front. So um, we do concur with that. Um, we, it's, good. it's not going to be pretty, but that being said, you know, it, I think it's well articulated uh, across the street at this point. Hmm. And of course, uh, looking at the uh, the the downgrade by uh, by uh, BGC's Colin Gillis yesterday, and you're touching on this, but the the risk that the upgrade rate for the next iPhone may slow even more than the upgrade rate of, of cycle of the 6s, and I guess just this sense that for a lot of people, I mean, can you ma- remember a couple years ago when? Every Apple phone user had to get the latest one. I think basically what some people are saying, it's becoming more of a commodity. Phones just don't mean to us what they once did. Yeah, and I think that might be, you know, there's definitely some truth to that. I think if you look at the replacement cycle, it's of course extended here over the last year um, because of a lackluster iPhone 6S launch. That being said, I mean, I think what's key here is the install base has grown, you know, about 80% over the last three years, more than 10% here over the last year despite the lackluster 6S launch. Um, So I think all you really need to see at this point is a stabilization in the replacement cycle. You don't even need to see improvement. You just need to see some sort of stabilization because that installed base has grown so much. And we think you're going to see that with the iPhone 7 launch. And I think if you see it, um, we should see at least flat to slightly up iPhone 7 numbers. And we think that's enough to really start, um, you know, getting the stock moving uh, in the right direction. What do you want to hear about Apple's business in China? Um, you know, once again, we're probably looking at steep declines for the June quarter out of China. Um, you know, any type of, you know, positive sentiment out of China would be great from Tim Cook. I don't know if you necessarily hear that from him. Um, but, you know, I, I think, you know, if you kind of listen to what he said, he said in recent quarters, despite the bad numbers, he remains very bullish on the long-term potential of China. You probably hear that, but, you know, whether or not, you know, that's good enough for investors, I think, uh, it remains to be seen. Um, how much does the Apple Watch matter to you at this point? It was reported recently the Apple Watch sales were down more than 50%. Is that just like, okay, it didn't work, we move on, or is that a big deal for Apple? No, not necessarily. With regards to the Apple Watch, the reason that the sales have been so dismal, dismal is, you know, we, we just haven't seen the new product launch since you know, March of last year, and because of that, um, you know, we're, I think we're at a point now where we're just waiting for that next kind of um, product to ramp. We're expecting a new Apple Watch in September. We actually think it could contribute about four points of growth in the December quarter, and that should help, uh, you know, December numbers because the, 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 the expectations are pretty lofty for December. So, you know, we remain very positive on the long-term story of the Apple Watch. However, you are definitely in a soft uh, patch right now as, with regards to the product.
You by any chance a fan of carpool karaoke? <laughs> no, not necessarily. <laughs> but you know about it. Uh, yeah, I've heard of it. All right. Well, carpool karaoke, Apple's decision to buy carpool karaoke. You've got a chance to listen to James Corden of the Late Late Show. He's turned that into an entertainment phenomenon. Uh, is Apple, uh, as far as you're concerned, Apple just needs to stabilize its results. They need, at this point in time, given how poor the sentiment is, yes, they need to stabilize the results, and then we can worry about improvement thereafter. Thanks very much. Angelo Zeno, he is equity analyst for S&P Global Market Intelligence, giving us his view on Apple. This is Taking Stock. I'm Pim Fox, my co-host Kathleen Hayes. This is Bloomberg. Coming up, Bloomberg Law, brought to you by Benzel Bush, introducing the world's most technologically advanced vehicle, the new 2017 Mercedes-Benz E-Class sedan at Benzel Bush. To find the way you drive at Benzel Bush, America's premier auto dealership in Englewood, New Jersey. What could you do if your data was working for you and not against you? With Bloomberg delivering enterprise data directly to your systems, you get easy access to the details you want, optimized for higher-level analysis, and financial data experts committed to helping you maximize your every move. Our data is made for more, so you can show the world what you're made of. Visit Bloomberg.com enterprise data to learn more.